What's good, everybody? Fun fact. I love video games. As if I didn't express that enough during this podcast. However, lately I've been thinking, every video game episode I release, it's either about a certain franchise or companies. So I think it's time for me to do something a little bit different from my usual format. It's December as of the making of this episode, which means it's Christmas time. Yay! Or to be more generic, the winter season. But what the hell does winter have to do with video games? Well, if you're someone like me who hates the cold, that video games were more than less your go-to form of entertainment, as you probably didn't want to freeze your ass off in the snow or deal with the blistering winds. But in all seriousness, in today's episode, I'll be going over my top 10 favorite winter-themed levels in video games. As much as I dislike winter in real life, winter levels in video games can be fun if done right. The rules are simple. Any level from a video game that takes place in a snow-slash-icy location counts. These levels will be based on quality and what they have to offer as levels. I'm sticking to only one level per franchise. For example, if I was going to include a level from the Mario series, it would only be one, just to keep things fair and consistent. As usual, everything I say is just my opinion, so chill out if you don't hear a certain level you love. I apologize for any puns I make while recording this. Hey, it'd be like that sometimes. I'm Eric from Geeks Crossing, and this is the Top 10 Winter-Themed Video Game Levels. Number 10, Absolute Zero from Digimon World Next Order. What do you know, the list just started and already I chose a level that I'm pretty sure no one has even heard of. Truth be told, I've always been a fan of Digimon, whether it be the anime or video games in this case. But I'll go into more detail once I eventually do a Digimon related episode. Anyway, Digimon World Next Order was a very interesting game to say the least, and Absolute Zero was one of my favorite locations. I like the whole frozen wasteland slash ice fortress motif that this level has going with, and the music is one of my favorite tracks from the game entirely. This is also where players can recruit many ice or snow type Digimon. However, because this game has no consistency when it comes to AI, I kept losing to nearly every enemy I faced, even when my two Digimon were at the mega level. Yeah, this game is still difficult as fuck, but at least Absolute Zero has nice music and visuals, which is more than enough to earn a spot at the very bottom. Number 9. White Glacier from Bomberman 64 Bomberman 64 was one of the games I played, but never got a chance to finish. However, I did manage to go through White Glacier at least once during my initial playthrough. The name speaks for itself. You explore a giant glacier mountain that's covered in thick layers of white snow. I know Bomberman games can be annoying to play with its platforming and isometric angles. <laughs> get it? Isometric? Because this is an ice level? And Bomberman games are known for its isometric angles? <laughs> oh, what am I doing? Anyway, White Glacier turned out to be a fun level. Sure, it's a pain in the ass to navigate through, especially when trying to avoid those snowman attacks and those occasional blizzards. Yet, I enjoy what this level had to offer. The boss fight against Regulus, I hope I said that right, is decent for the most part. However, Mantis takes the cake for me. I mean, it's a giant ice spider, so I gotta give it extra points for having a creative design. Yeah, your attacks have to be very precise, but that's pretty much every Bomberman boss. Also, White Glacier's music is amazing. To this day, I still bop my head to it every now and then. Maybe if I was better at Bomberman games, this level could have been ranked higher. Number 8. Snow Go from Crash Bandicoot 2 It's about time we head on over to the Crash Bandicoot series. Or to be more accurate, Crash Bandicoot 2 with Snow Go. Normally Crash games tend to be straightforward with platforming, but when you combine that with ice physics, you get Snow Go. Yes, the slippery ice and many falling pits are what turn people away from this level. For a while, I used to think this was one of the hardest levels until I played through Cold Heart Crash, and the rest was history. For those who play Crash 2, you already know how bullshit that level can be at times. Okay, I shouldn't go off topic. 
then again, it's another level that's full of ice and shit, so it does correlate to what I'm talking about. Wait, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, in time, snow ghosts started to grow on me. I love the music, and it's funny to see Crash knock out seals and penguins in his path. Hashtag, Arctic Lives Matter. I can see why people love slash hate about this level, yet there are other levels that piqued my interest more. Number 7. Icy Peak from Spyro, Year of the Dragon. What were the odds I go from talking about Crash, then to Spyro? No joke. I love the Spyro series, and Year of the Dragon is the best game in the series. Fight me. Anyway, Icy Peak ended up making the list for a few reasons. 1. It's layout. I like the whole mountainous atmosphere that this level has. 2. The torrents. I don't know why, but I've always loved hopping into one of those torrents and blowing shit up. Especially those annoying ass birds in the sky. And 3. The missions. Majority of the missions from this level are actually pretty fun. Like protecting Nancy the Ice Scare from Rhinox, or trying to fight Doug the Polar Bear. Shout out to Doug for having players use the gondola after saving him. You're the real goat. Or bear in this case. And I really like the music as well. It's one of my favorite tracks in this game next to Sergeant Bird's theme. Icy Peak is just overall a solid level. Pun intended, I guess. Number 6. Freeze Man from Mega Man 7. Out of all the Mega Man games, 7 is definitely my favorite, and Freeze Man's stage became one of my favorites within the series. Compared to the other ice-related levels we've got, I feel like Freeze Man's stage was the most straightforward. The ice physics aren't over the top like before, and all the secret power-ups are much easier to find here than any other level. As for Freeze Man himself, he's honestly not that difficult as a boss. Just memorize his attack pattern and just strike after he lands. Then again, that's every Mega Man boss ever. <laughs> but if you really want to beat him quickly, make sure you beat Junkman first and unlock the Junk Shield. I guess the only negatives I could think of are the Polar Bear mechs and those enemies that drop Ice Peaks at you. Hey, I'll take those over. Jump! Jump! Slide! Slide! Any day. God, Mega Man 8 was such a fucking terrible game. I'll go into full detail why in a future episode, maybe. Number 5. Arendelle from Kingdom Hearts 3. I already mentioned how much I hated Arendelle as a world in Kingdom Hearts 3, but when you put all the lore and Disney parts aside, Arendelle isn't entirely bad, believe it or not. For starters, this was the first fully immersive snow-slash-ice world we've been exposed to into the series. Granted, the mountain from the Land of Dragons along with Christmastown from KH2 were stepping stones, and I can't forget about Snow Gleam from Dream Drop Distance. However, it will be criminal for me to not choose the actual winter-themed world in the series, it was fun to explore the mountains of Arendelle as you climb your way to Elsa's castle, which is inaccessible for some reason. The Ice Labyrinth was also a nice touch. Even though I usually despise labyrinths in video games, yet this level was an exception. The minigame where you slide on Goofy's shield is still a lot of fun, and the music is honestly amazing. No, not the segments with Let It Go or Do You Want to Build a Snowman. They were added simply for fan service and strict formalities by Disney. Of course, I have to mention the boss fights against Marshmallow and Skull. Both end up becoming some of my favorite bosses in the game entirely, mostly Skull because of the way he turns into a dark spirit bomb. Yeah, I still hate Arendelle for how it's portrayed in Kingdom Hearts, but it does its job well serving as a winter theme level. What can I say, I'm a very complicated guy. Number 4. Press Garden Act 2 from Sonic Mania Sonic games usually feature at least one snow theme level, though most of them suck, go figure. However, Sonic Mania gave us Press Garden and I love its second act, Sure, I could have easily picked stages that are completely covered in snow, like Ice Cap Zone from Sonic 3, Cool Edge from Sonic Unleashed, or even Frozen Factory from Sonic Lost World. Just kidding, that game sucks. Press Garden is more visually impressive in my opinion. I really like how the whole level changes from a forest slash factory setting to now a forest covered in snow slash ice, and the music is amazing. 
Then again, Sonic Mania's entire soundtrack is amazing, so this shouldn't come to a surprise. Nearly everything in this level is frozen solid, from the shield containers, spikes, and even the rings which I find humorous, but not as humorous as seeing Sonic and the others be frozen solid while sliding across the level. Not even Super Sonic can withstand being covered in ice. That goes to show that Super Sonic isn't as powerful as he seems. But at least he makes the boss fight against Heavy Shinobi easier. He's still a decent boss without Super Sonic, but get ready to be frozen every 10 to 20 seconds. Even though my views towards Sonic are very low, I will give Press Garden credit for its visuals and music. Number 3. Crown Tundra from Pokemon Sword and Shield. Come on people, did you really think I wasn't going to include anything from Pokemon? Truth be told, there's a shitload of winter themed locations within the Pokemon games. The Ice Cave from Gen 1, Snowpoint City from Gen 4, Mount Monokila from Gen 7. Sorry Sony Moon fans if I got the name wrong. Ultimately, I went with the Crown Tundra because it's the most expansive ice area within the Pokemon games thus far. I already went into full detail what I liked slash disliked about the Crown Tundra in the episode I did with Matt and Nick. Shoutouts to you guys. Love you both. Anyway, despite the mixed feelings, I actually like the Crown Tundra believe it or not. And I'll try my best to make it sound like I'm not repeating myself. <laughs> Personally, I think the Tundra looks gorgeous. And each of the area's features were fun to explore in their own ways. My favorite being Frigid Sea because of the way Wild Avalok hide his ice flows. I know not every area is covered in snow. Then again, Press Garden was only half a winter level, so I guess we're trying to even the odds. However, the real reason why I love the Tundra so much is the content it provides. Not only did this DLC bring back some of my favorite Pokemon, like the Fossils and Pseudos, but the Legendaries as well. Dynamax Adventure was a creative way to catch most of the Legendaries we know and love. And catching some of the new Legends, like the Glorian Birds, the new Regis, and even Calyrex, whose name I kept butchering, provided a great challenge. Regardless if it's in his Ice or Snow Rider form, Courtesy of either Glacier or Spectier. God, I hope I said those names right. I recommend saving your Master Ball for this battle. Even collecting footprints from the Swords of Justice was a fun quest as well. Especially since this was the first time players can get the chance to obtain Keldeo without a mystery gift. And the best part is, you can do all these legendary trials in any order, which definitely made things less formulaic. And next to Sir Chester, the music is one of the best tracks in this game. I guess the only real complaint I have is the Dynatree not really having a purpose other than just being... Well, there. Other than that, I think the Crown Tundra was a solid ice level and not bad as a DLC expansion. Number 2. Ice Caves of Zepho from Star Wars Fallen Order I know, this podcast is long overdue for a Star Wars episode, but for now, this will hopefully suffice. Star Wars Fallen Order was without a doubt one of the most difficult games i played in a long time. It's almost like I was playing Dark Souls, but everything was placed with Star Wars characters and lore. However, the Ice Cave, which is unlocked during the last two-thirds of your campaign, is amazing. Venturing through this dark cave filled with many icebergs was cool, pun intended this time, and it gave me serious playing Hoth vibes from Empire Strikes Back. The puzzles are also fun to complete too, like using those ropes to shine those lights to melt any ice walls, or sliding down that huge-ass slide in order to escape the cave. Needless to say, I kept falling to my doom over and over again, but in the end, it was worth it. And I believe this was the level where players can obtain different crystals for their lightsabers. Let me know if I was right or not. Either way, at that point, I was fucking bored of using the blue and green crystals. Now I can wield a purple lightsaber like Mace Windu in the prequels, or the elusive yellow lightsaber like Rey at the end of episode 9. Most of the levels I mentioned have an upbeat and soothing music to an extent. In this level, the music is very creepy and suspenseful, which I can appreciate. It really captures that Star Wars feeling, don't get me wrong, it's still difficult as fuck just like any other level in this game, yet the atmosphere is what kept me infested. 
Number 1. Snow Kingdom from Super Mario Odyssey, or to be more technical, Shyveria. My favorite winter-themed level is Shyveria from Super Mario Odyssey. You guys know I love Mario a lot, so this shouldn't come to a surprise. I mean, the rules did kind of give it away. And after playing through Super Mario Odyssey again, Shyveria has become one of my all-time favorite winter levels in any video game. I know, there were so many options for Mario to choose from, like Iceland from Super Mario Bros. 3, Cool Cool Mountain from Super Mario 64, or even Freeze Flame Galaxy from Super Mario Galaxy. But what makes Shyveria so special, you may be asking? First off, the whole layout is incredible. Starting from the frozen land where you're forced to trek through a harsh blizzard. Even though blizzards are not ideal for me, it was kind of cool to see Mario covered in frostbite. Hey, it's the little details that count for me. The Shiberians, which are the inhabitants of this level, are so freaking cute. With their round bodies and seal slash Eskimo like appearances. And the Bound Ball Grand Prix was one of my favorite parts of this level. Because Mario can transform into a Shiberian and bounce all around a racetrack. If you couldn't tell by the title, Shiberia is based off the ice cold areas of Siberia, which is in Russia. The game developers went above and beyond to include Russian culture in the town itself. So this level gets extra points for its inspiration. I absolutely love Shiberia's music. It's so catchy and cheerful that I fucking jumped out of my chair and started dancing the first time I heard it. And definitely the most Christmassy out of all the soundtracks I mentioned so far. Even the other sections like the Ice Wall or Windshield Cavern provide challenging yet fun obstacles. Which is what Mario games are supposed to be full of. Sure the boss fight against Orange Brutal in Snowy Mountain wasn't anything too special. But it's my favorite out of all the Brutal fights if I'm being honest. Shiberia in many ways is an amazing level and has the honor of being the best winter theme level from any video game i played so far. It's funny how most of the levels in the top 5 are from recent games. I guess snow levels have improved over the years, or maybe I have a newfound respect towards winter the older I got. Nah, I still don't like it. Either way, I'm content with the list I made, and who knows, this could lead to a new streak of episodes featuring levels that are spring, summer, or autumn themed, though I feel like the summer one seems the most likely out of the three. Or maybe I'll call them beach themed just to make it a little different. Hey, at this point, I'm open to any suggestions. Thank you all for listening to yet another Geeks Crossing podcast. Be sure to join our Discord server and follow our Instagram page if you haven't already. And from one geek to another, happy holidays.